Hello and welcome to the Neshama Project podcast where we explore spiritual tools for human thriving. I'm Rabbi Ben Newman. This week we're going to be exploring a text sheet that I prepared on the topic of Eitz Chaim, the Tree of Life, in honor of the Hebrew month of Shvat, which is the month when the holiday of Tubi Shvat, the 15th of Shvat, occurs. Tubi Shvat is also known as the New Year of the Trees or the Birthday of the Trees. On this holiday, traditionally, we recognize that in the midst of the winter, there's a seed of spring planted. The tradition teaches that in Israel, in this time of year, this is when the sap begins to rise in the trees and the almond blossoms begin to form. And so we celebrate trees on the 15th of Shvat. So the theme for this month is trees. And the theme for this week is a text sheet that I've prepared on one particular tree that's mentioned in our tradition, Eitz Chaim, the Tree of Life. So I'm going to begin with some biblical quotes and then move through the different epochs of Jewish history and references to Eitz Chaim, the Tree of Life. This is from Genesis 2, 8 and 9. Yudhevavhe, God, planted a garden in Eden in the east and placed there the Adam, the human being, whom they had formed. And from the ground, Yudhevavhe, God, caused to grow every tree that was pleasing to the sight and good for food, with the tree of life in the middle of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and bad. The second text comes from Genesis 2, 16 to 17. And Yudhevavhei God commanded the human saying of every tree of the garden you are free to eat but as for the tree of knowledge of good and bad you must not eat of it for as soon as you eat of it you shall die now we're moving forward through the hebrew bible to the book of proverbs 3 13 to 18 Happy is the one who finds wisdom, the one who attains understanding. Her value in trade is better than silver, her yield greater than gold. She is more precious than rubies. All of your goods cannot equal her. In her right hand is length of days, in her left riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths peaceful. She is a tree of life to those who grasp her, and whoever holds on to her is happy. Do we 
here we have the first reference to the tree of life as wisdom with a big W or Torah. Now Proverbs 13, 12 to 14. Hope deferred sickens the heart, but desire realized is a tree of life. One who disdains a precept will be injured thereby. One who respects a command will be rewarded. The instruction of a wise man is a fount of life, enabling one to avoid deadly snares. So here, tree of life is this idea of desire realized. Now we move more through the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 15, 4 to 5. A healing tongue is a tree of life, but a devious one makes for a broken spirit. A fool spurns the discipline of their parent, but one who heeds reproof becomes clever. So here, a tree of life is a healing tongue. It's intimately connected with the ethics of speech. Now we'll move on to some rabbinic texts. This is Pirkei Avot 6-7. Great is Torah, for it gives life to those that practice it in this world and in the world to come, as it is said, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 4.22 And it says, It will be a cure for your navel and marrow for your bones. And it says, She is a tree of life to those that grasp her, and whoever holds on to her is happy. And it says, For they are a graceful wreath upon your head, a necklace about your throat. And it says, She will adorn your head with a graceful wreath, crown you with a glorious diadem. And it says, In her right hand is length of days, in her left riches and honor. And it says, For they will bestow on you length of days, years of life, and peace. And all of those references are from Proverbs, different places. You can look at the text sheet. I will put it in the description of this podcast so you can follow along. Here we have a direct comparison between Torah and the Tree of Life made through Proverbs and its references to wisdom as a Tree of Life. Now we move to another rabbinic text, Arachin. 15b. Rabbi Chama, son of Rabbi Chanina, says, What is the remedy for those who speak malicious speech? If they are a Torah scholar, let them study Torah. As it is stated, a soothing tongue is a tree of life, but its perverseness is a broken spirit. Proverbs 15.4. And the word tongue means nothing other than malicious speech 
As it is stated, their tongue is a sharpened arrow, it speaks deceit, Jeremiah 9.7. And the word tree means nothing other than Torah. As it is stated, it is a tree of life to them that hold lay hold of it, Proverbs 3.18. And if they are an ignoramus, let them humble their mind, as it is stated, its perverseness is a broken spirit, Proverbs 15.4. In other words, one who perverts their tongue with malicious speech should remedy their behavior by cultivating a broken and humble spirit. So in this reference, the tree of life means ethical speech. It also means Torah. Now, we move to Brachot 32b. Rabbi Yochanan said, anyone who prolongs their prayer and expects it to be answered will ultimately come to heartache, as it will not be answered. As it is stated, hope deferred makes the heart sick, Proverbs 13.12. And what is the remedy for one afflicted with that illness? They should engage in Torah study, as it is stated, but desire fulfilled is the tree of life. Proverbs 13.12 And tree of life is nothing other than Torah. As it is stated, it is a tree of life to those who hold fast to it and those who support it are joyous. Proverbs 3.18 This is not difficult. This Rabbi Chiyabar Abba statement that one will suffer heartache refers to one who prolongs their prayer and expects it to be answered. That, Rabbi Hanin's sta statement, that one prolongs their prayer is praise praiseworthy to one who prolongs their prayer and does not expect it to be answered. So here we have desire being fulfilled, the quote from Proverbs being engaging in Torah and engaging in Torah, perhaps rather than prayer, fulfills desire and becomes a tree of life and is a tree of life. Now we move to another rabbinic reference to Anit 7a. Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak said, why are Torah matters likened to a tree? As it is stated, it is a tree of life to them who lay hold upon it. Proverbs 3.18 This first verse comes to tell you that just as a small piece of wood can ignite a large piece, so too minor Torah scholars can sharpen great Torah scholars and enable them to advance in their studies. And this is what Rabbi Hanina said, I have learned much from my teachers and even more from my friends but from my students, I have learned more than from all of them. Here's another rabbinic quote from a different source of rabbinic literature. This is Avot de Rabbi Natan, 3411. Ten entities are considered truly alive. The Holy Blessed One, as it says, Jeremiah 1010, the eternal is truly God, for they are a living God. 
The Torah is called a living Torah. As it, is, as it says, Proverbs 3.18, it is a tree of life for those who hold fast to it, and all its supporters are happy. Israel are called alive, as it is said, Deuteronomy 4.41, and you who cling to the eternal your God, you are all alive today. A righteous person is called life, as it says, Proverbs 11.30, the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. The Garden of Eden is called living, as it says, Psalms 116.9, I will walk before the eternal in the land of the living. One of the trees in the garden was called the tree of life, as it says, Genesis 2.9, and the tree of life in the midst of the garden. The land of Israel is called the land of the living, as it says, Ezekiel 26.20, I will place radiance in the land of the living. Jerusalem is called living, as it says, Psalms 116.9, I will walk before the eternal in the land of the living. Acts of kindness are called life, as it says, Psalms 63.4, for your kindness is better than life, my lips will praise you. A wise person is called life, as it says. Proverbs 13, 14. The Torah of the wise is the source of life. Water is called living, as it says, Zechariah 14, 8. On that day, living waters will come forth from Jerusalem. The next text is from Bereshit Rabbah 15, 6. And Adonai Elohim made every pleasant tree sprout from the ground. It was taught that this was a tree that spread over all living things. Rabbi Yehuda bar Eliai said, The tree of life extended over a journey of 500 years, and all the waters of creation divided into streams beneath it. Rabbi Yudan said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda bar Eliai, it is not only the boughs that extend 500 years, but also its trunk that extends 500 years. Now we're moving from the rabbinic texts to Kabbalistic texts, Jewish mystical texts. This next text is from the Sefer Habahir from the 12th century. This translation is from Professor Daniel Matt. The Cosmic Tree. I am the one who planted this tree for all the world to delight in. With it, I spanned the all, calling it all, for all depends on it, all emanates from it, all need it, all gaze upon it, and await it. From here, souls fly forth in joy. Alone I was when I made it. When I spread out my earth, in which I planted and rooted this tree, giving them joy in one another, rejoicing along with them, who was with me? To whom could I reveal this secret of mine? 
The next text is from Tikune Zohar, translated by Alan Unterman. Some of the commandments, mitzvot, are associated with the fruit of the tree, some of them with the branches, some of them with the roots, and some of them with the tree itself. Because of this, the Torah is called the tree of life. It is written concerning anyone who eats from it. They shall eat and live forever. There is also a lower tree whose branches, roots, trunk, and fruit are all the venom of death. This is Samael. Anyone who transgresses the Torah drinks from the sap of this tree and is sustained from it. Concerning him it is said, For on the day you eat from it, you shall surely die. From the aspect of this tree comes a life of suffering. The next quote is from Zohar Chadash, Bereshit 7.7.5. Rabbi Abba said in the name of Rabbi Chia, It was an actual tree. There were two. The first one gave life to Adam. The other one, whoever ate from it, they would know good and evil, knowing the way of the good and the upright by which a person becomes righteous, as well as the evil way by which a person becomes corrupted. For that reason, the Holy Blessed One commanded them not to eat from it, lest they reject the good and embrace evil. Next text is from Rabbi Ezra ben Shlomo of Gerona, Sod Eitz Hadat, translation by Rabbi Gershon Winkler. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil are actually one and the same tree. Eating of the forbidden fruit implies severing something from its primordial unity. And in the story of the Garden of Eden, it implies, therefore, the act of separating the two attributes of the one tree, the attribute of life, oneness, and the attribute of knowledge, individuation. According to the story, the dangers inherent in the fruit of the tree of knowledge appear unrelated to the act of encountering her fruit, but are, ad- are rather related to the act of ingesting her fruit. As long as both realms are one, there is no danger of losing oneself to the evils of particularism and its dormant sense of superiority over the other. Once severed from one another and divided into two separate trees, the relationship with the other is in danger of becoming hydraulic. This is the mystery of the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
the next text is from Pre Eitz Hadar, 117. My father perceived the esoteric wisdom alluded to by the wording of the Mishnah, which says, New Year's Day for the fruit of the tree, rather than for fruit of the trees. The sages of the Mishnah were alluding to the holy tree, the tree of life. As Isaac Luria's disciples explained, for tree, Ilan, has the same numerical value as the holy name Yud Aleph He Dalit Vav Nun He Yud Yahadonahe, which is a combination of Adonai and Yud He Vav He and Elohim, I'm assuming as they wrote in their explanation of the following passage from the Zohar Achare Mot. That great and mighty tree which contains nourishment for all is called the tree of life, the tree that planted its roots in these living ones. Also, the Lurianic writings state that when the word tree, Ilan, is spelled out fully, its numerical value is the same as 12 permutations of the name yud heh vav Thus, tree alludes to Tiferet, the tree of life, which contains 12 permutations of yud heh vav as stated in Zohar Beshalach, 12 supernal engraved regions ascend in the scale in the great and powerful holy tree. Also see the passage... And they came to Elim, and there were twelve springs of water there, and seventy date palms. And the holy tree grew strong in twelve regions. Next text is from Nefesh HaChaim, Chaim of Velozhin, Gate 4, 26.6. And not only that, but also that the entire matter of prayer is dependent entirely on involvement with the holy Torah, and lacking that it is not heeded, heaven forfend, as the verse stated, Proverbs 28.9, one who turns a deaf ear to Torah, his prayer is also an abomination. And as the sages stated in Shabbat and in Mishle Rabata, Parsha 28, and they stated at the end of Sota 49a, quote, Anyone who involves themselves with Torah, despite adversity, their prayers are heeded, and the heavenly partition is not locked before them. And in the Zohar, Miketz 202b, but desire realized is a tree of life. We learn that one who desires that the Holy One will accept their prayers should involve themselves with Torah, for it is a tree of life. That's it for the texts on Eitz Chaim from the text sheet. There's one more text at the end of the text sheet, but um, looking back on it, I don't think it's quite relevant um, in a direct way to... Eitz Chaim, so I'm going to leave that out. 
It's from the Me'a Shiloh. If you're interested, it's all about the Ten Commandments and the Svirot, the emanations from God. Happy studying. Thank you for joining me this week. This has been the Neshama Project Podcast. I'm Rabbi Ben Newman. Until next time, take care.